Kingston. Yeah, g'day everybody on a Monday afternoon. Good to have you listening to us. Thank you for that. It's uh, 25 minutes to two. Uh, this will be interesting. We're about to talk to the um, lady, uh, Lynn Dean, who's the CEO of Wellbeing SA, and she joins us on the program. Now, g'day, Lynn. Welcome to Afternoons. Nice to talk to you. Yeah, nice to talk to you too, Tony. Gee, there's a, a squillion questions out there. Uh, tell us, why was uh, Wellbeing SA created? What was, the, what was the incentive to get it up and running? Oh, certainly. Uh, so Wellbeing SA came into effect um, in on the 6th of January of this year. Oh, so um, it's, it's only recent then, it, yeah. It, it is relatively recent, um, and we're now our, our own government agency um, with a, a specific focus on um, supporting the wellbeing of the community. Um, and we sit within the health portfolio, so we have a health lens, but we also work with a lot of agencies across government and non-government to support um, uh, well-being, and it, it, it came about uh, from a government election because the government coming into um, as, as forming government actually recognised that um, there'd been not enough prevention in the health space um, over recent years, and as a result of that, what we started to see is more chronic disease in the community. Um, and when you have more chronic disease, you end up with more people needing the hospital system, and so they wanted to actually have this spotlight agency who would really focus on how do we actually turn that around, um, support the community with good physical, mental and community wellbeing um, through strategies such as, um, you know, I suppose, uh, shining a spotlight on um, good eating, good uh, physical activity, uh, good social connections. Um, and even in the experience of COVID, they're the things that we found that people were really still struggling with. So it's a really great time for us to really start to work um, much closely with community and understand what our role is in supporting the wellbeing of all of South Australians. Lynn, was this strategy developed in a, a, an immediate response to the, to the COVID-19 thing? Yeah, I think that um, so. Wellbeing SA um, has been working on these sorts of strategies for a period of time. However, when COVID came along, I suppose it brought it to a whole new level, and that's because of all of the restrictions that obviously we're starting to see some of them come off, but still many of them remain in place at the moment. And so once those restrictions came in place, we saw people who were now staying home, um, um, not being connected to their family and friends, that they potentially weren't eating as well as they uh, needed to, yeah. um, that they were uh, not exercising as much as what they would have once before. And in particular for older people, um, being able to exercise is really important. Otherwise, they decondition um, and have falls and all those sorts of things and would end up back in our hospital system. Yeah. And then in addition to that, we then started to also uh, start to reduce the number of people who were able to work. Um, we started to see that in, in, you know, with the closure of cafes and all of those aspects. Um, and in addition to that, we also had people who were um, in the arts and uh, culture world who were no longer able to be delivering, um, you know, their, their services. So it had wide-ranging um, impacts that were not necessarily just around the health system. System. And so the Premier asked uh, for Wellbeing SA to take the lead, um, but under the auspice of Minister Spears, um, so that it became um, a much 
broader um, strategy other than just the health portfolio. Um, and so what you'll see with our strategy is actually to support the whole population of South Australia because some, uh, you know, some people have been affected more than others, but everybody's been touched by COVID in some shape or form. Um, and that's why the response was so important that we were able to move really quickly um, and pull together a whole lot of resources um, into our web page and put a campaign around uh, openyourworld.sa.gov.au uh, so that we had a whole lot of information um, resources for the uh, for a whole range of people from children through to uh, older people, um, but for all ages and stages. So that's why it came uh, together and we were really trying to focus on supporting the whole of population. It's uh, 20 minutes to two. We're talking to uh, the CEO of Wellbeing SA, uh, Lynn Dean. If you've got a question for Lynn, and there's got to be some questions out there, here's the opportunity. You can put them directly to the lady herself by giving us a call on 8223 0000, the interactive number of ours. Emily sends us an email. She said, um, if uh, COVID-19 hadn't uh, developed and the uh, the implications and uh, the disruption that that's caused, would indeed this, uh, this, uh, this thing, this, uh, well, uh, this thing, is it uh, the well-being SA? Emily's question: Would it have been started? Would it have been founded? Oh yes. So, uh, so as I said earlier, well-being SA has been um, in place since the sixth of January, um, formally as a government agency. Um, but for the previous six months to before that, um, we were working to get ourselves oh, right. established. Okay. Now, the really important aspect of um, the Open Your World um, strategy is it contains a whole lot of things that I've just talked about around good nutrition, good physical activity, um, uh, connecting with your community, um, looking after your mental health and your mental well-being. Um, and they're all the things that Wellbeing Say will still be responsible for um, as we move out of the COVID phase and, and return to what I'm calling the new normal because life won't be exactly the same as what it was when we didn't have COVID. I mean, we are still going to still need to be socially distancing um, and uh, making sure that, um, you know, if we uh, are unwell, that we stay home and we don't spread um, our viruses around, um, that we are, uh, in effect, um, you know, uh, immunising uh, ourselves. All of those things that we are saying are really important um, now that we've come through COVID to maintain our health and well-being. And the resources that have been developed um, whilst they are in support of COVID, um, this COVID period, they are things that people will be able to use for ongoing. So good um, videos on uh, nutrition and what to eat, um, good things on um, how to entertain kids and teach them healthy um, tips for um, eating and, and all of those sorts of things are on the webpage. So we will see this webpage um, ongoing. Um, we may, um, over time, you know, um, make significant changes to it. We'll add more content. Um, we're really keen to see that the webpage is much more interactive. So we're aiming to keep building that webpage, um, having interactive information so that the community can also feed back to us about the types of things that they want to see on that webpage. Um, so this is an ongoing um, and here for many years to come. It's uh, 18 to 2. We're talking to the CEO of Wellbeing SA, uh, Lynn Dean, uh, from Barry with an email. Uh, Lynn, he said, um, is there a concern within the department that it's inevitable that we will have a second wave and how will we know that we're having a second wave? Yeah, good question. Yeah, I think that... Um 
there's been um, lots of conversations um, over recent weeks around, um, you know, as we start to lift the restrictions, yeah. that we, um, we, we are at risk of that. That's why the social distancing is still really important. It's why uh, washing your hands um, and using sanitizers is still really important. Um, being immunised, as I talked about earlier. And I think that um, the more that we can uh, support those sorts of activities, the less likely we are of having um, a full-blown uh, COVID response. And obviously the uh, COVID app, we're, we're all supporting um, the importance of that COVID app and we'd be recommending that people download it um, because that's the quickest way that if you've come into contact with somebody who does test positive, that you'll get um, you'll, you'll be able to be contacted uh, quite quickly to ensure that you then isolate um, and not uh, pass on the virus. The uh, My Hospital at Home program, uh, have there been trials to test that and just to see how effective it is? Yes, um, we've been. Uh, so, as I said earlier, that because Wellbeing SA um, has been an establishment last year um, and came into be at the beginning of this year, but uh, for the last 12 months, we've been uh, working with um, the hospital system and GP practices and uh, a range of community providers um, to test the concepts of um, home hospitals. So, there were four pilots that we um, um, had in place over the last 12 months. Um, they all targeted various um, types of um, conditions. So, for example, um, one of the pilots was to focus on people with some mental health um, and mental wellbeing uh, concerns um, that spent quite a bit of time in the emergency departments and often also got admitted. So by working uh, with an NGO to support these people um, to either prevent them from coming into the emergency department or when they did arrive at the emergency department, they could be put into a program of care that was back with a GP uh, with a clinical service around them so that they actually remained in the community and didn't end up um, spending hours in an emergency department and didn't need to get admitted. Um, and we saw probably about 150 patients um, quite quickly in that program that all avoided needing uh, further ongoing hospital management. So it was a really success um, component of uh, what we would see in my home hospital. We also work with um, residential aged care. So we see um, quite a lot of people who come in uh, from being in residential aged care into um, hospitals and again they spent hours in our emergency department. We've been able to put in, uh, through another NGO, um, a program where um, doctors, nurses, allied health all go out into the residential aged care facility and support the person to have their care in their own home. So residential aged care is their home. Um, and that way it stopped them, A, getting an ambulance called, B, they stay in the comfort of their own environment, which is not disruptive. Um, and able to have um, care um, at their doorstep. It's uh, 14 minutes to two. We're talking to Lynn Dean, and Lynn is the CEO of Wellbeing SA. From uh, Jessica, uh, Lynn, a question for you. She said, um, you're talking about uh, my hospital at home. It sounds wonderful. Um, how do you apply, and uh, what would, uh, would make uh, you eligible for this service? Mm. So the, my home hospital, um, as I said earlier, we did the pilots and we now have gone um, out to the market. So there is a tender process for um, um, that service to be developed. When we um, appoint the um, successful um, NGO to provide the service, 
We will then work with um, the provider, with our hospital staff, with GPs, community services to um, um, set the referral criteria and um, the model of care. Now, we are expecting that um, all of uh, Metropolitan Adelaide through to the Brossa Hills fluid, so from Mount um, Barker through to Gawler up to Victor Harbour, that catchment area as well as the Metropolitan Adelaide would be able to access my home hospital. And um, we would see that um, in the first year there'll be specific um, conditions that we're focusing on. So in the context of the first couple of conditions will be respiratory infections, so um, very timely in the context of COVID. Um, it may also be skin infections, um, uh, renal infections. Um, so all those types of conditions, which are a reasonable amount of people who present to hospital with these types of conditions, would be able to be referred into my home hospital. Um, and that referral may come from just simply they are seen by their general practitioner who today would send a patient to um, the emergency department saying this patient needs to be admitted. Um, and instead of that, the GP will be able to refer straight into um, my home hospital and then the patient will be able to return from the GP practice back to their own home and then the service will come to them in their own home. If the person does um, actually present to the emergency department because they're concerned about their health, then again, the same process would be the same. They'd be seen in the emergency department and that they'd be referred back, uh, back to their own home um, and the service would then come to them um, later that day. Bronwyn, will put your email question to Lynn in a moment or so. We're talking to Lynn Dean, the CEO of Wellbeing SA. It's uh, just on 11 minutes to two here on Adelaide's 5AA. Have spotlight or windows what you make it. Save 40% off all made-to-measure indoor blinds. Our consultants are available and can come to you with health and safety procedures to keep you and our team safe. Book your free in-home measuring quote today. Call 1300 662 742. Exclusion supply. At Spotlight, it's what you make it. So why do we travel? Is it to relax? To check out or in? Is it to get to know someone, everyone? To seek new thrills, chase the sun or stop you in your tracks? So whether you choose to tread the path less trodden or take in your dream destinations, they'll be there waiting for you to rediscover. In a world standing still, let's keep dreaming and planning. And when you're ready, Phil Hoffman Travel is here for you. Yeah, the travel agency of Adelaide, they really are. People who are there to help you and when things are back to normal and hopefully they'll be back to normal b yeah, b before too much longer, get in touch with the people at Phil Hoffman Travel. Uh, the 50 Upclough offer offers can't last forever and their exclusively discounted offer from Click Energy is no different. There's five days left to take up the offer and here's the offer. If you switch to the special Click Energy offer at the 50 Up Club, uh, when you take it up, you'll pay 14% less on the uh, than the electricity reference price. That's a good saving, 14%. That's about 272 bucks a year compared to the current regulated benchmark price for electricity here in SA. But switch today to the 50 Up Club. $1,699 per annum, the estimated cost for the average household using about 4,000 kilowatt hours per year on a flat tariff rate for SA Power. Look, find out more about it. Your bill will make all the difference in the world. That's a saving of about 272 bucks a year. Let's talk figures here. 14% less than the electricity reference price. If you want to find out more about it, the basic plan information documents are available by simply going to the 50upclub.com. If you're looking for a new local, 
You know, the kind where you can get all your shopping done, where you don't have to spend all your time looking for a park. The kind where you can pick up presents, do the weekly shop and stock up on seafood and small goods. Look to Newton Central with a newly renovated Drake's, Barossa Fine Foods, Seafood Works, Target and many more shops. Newton Central is set to become your new local. Newton Central, Gorge Road, Newton. St. Louis-on-Sea is an exciting new luxury aged care residence on the absolute beachfront in Victor Harbour, providing 24-hour personalised care in a purpose-built family-style home with only eight rooms, each with ensuite. With a focus on dementia care, we offer peace of mind, comfort and community with permanent places available as well as short-term respite and trial stays. To find out more, go to stlouisagecare.com.au. North Point Toyota is still open for business with added precautions in place to keep you and their team safe. The team are sanitising the showroom alley, disinfecting steering wheels, gear sticks and keys, plus gloves are being worn on road tests. If you're still unsure, North Point are offering valet services and test drives where one of the team will come to you. In these uncertain times, you can rely on North Point Toyota. It's the North Point way. Hillcrest Prospect, Port Augusta and northpointtoyota.com.au. If you've taken your caravan a little too close to a tree, a fence or a post, here's what you need to do. Call Walker Crash Repairs because they will give you $200 off your caravan insurance repairs excess. Yes, $200 off. Let insurance cover the repairs and let Walker Crash Repairs give you $200 off your excess. Limited time only. Walker Crash Repairs. Insurance repairs to caravans, cars and four-wheel drives. An RAA approved crash repairer. Terms and conditions apply. Scraped your caravan? Walker Crash Caravan Repairs. Easy insurance repairs, fast. This is Tony Pilkington. It's uh, just on seven minutes to two. Dr. Derek, our vet, God love him, will be here after two o'clock. You've got a question about your pets, and there's always questions about the loved animals. Uh, you got the opportunity of putting it directly to Derek after two o'clock. Our guest right now is the CEO of Wellbeing SA, uh, the uh, Lynn Dean, a terrific organisation. Lynn, a question for you from Faye at Windsor Gardens. Can you please ask Lynn, at what age does a person have to be to be able to use this particular program, please? Uh, the My Home Hospital. Uh, so it's actually um, we will um, support um, young people, so um, oh, really? children, children probably over the age of, I suppose, eight uh, onwards um, would be able to have services in uh, My Home Hospital um, as long as they are able to be managed um, in their own home um, so that their family uh, are quite comfortable to be uh, have their child there um, through to um, older people in their own home and um, with uh, older people, they can still be living on their own, but we do um, ask that there is somebody who will actually, um, either a family member or a neighbour, who will pop in on them to make sure that they're okay. So in the program, um, the clinical service, um, doctors, nurses and allied health will come out and um, uh, look after the, uh, the person. Um, and that might be once a day or it might be twice a day. They might even need um, to have care three times a day. Um, but in those in-between times, we do want to know that there is somebody um, who is checking up um, and supporting that person in their own home. And uh, that's not something to be fearful of. People actually prefer to be in their own home. Um, often... Uh, particularly older people who, or even younger people who live by themselves might have pets. 
Um, and it's really stressful for them to actually then uh, leave their home, come into hospital. Um, so this way they can still um, you know, keep their house uh, working as normal, that their pets are still cared for um, and they can still have the level of care um, in their own home um, and be well supported. Lynn Dean, the CEO of Wellbeing SA, is our guest for this half hour. It's just on five minutes to uh, to two. Uh, from Bronwyn, I've never heard of the program before. It sounds wonderful and it really kind of, uh, for a person Bronwyn's age, it's just ideal. She said, but what are the costs involved? Is it covered by health insurance and Medicare and things like that? So the program is actually a, a state government funded program and um, and it's equivalent to um, coming into a public hospital. It's just that you get your care in the home. So in coming to a government hospital, you uh, you are actually, um, you don't pay a fee um, and it's the same in this program. So all costs are actually covered by the program um, and there's no out-of-pocket um, expenses for um, the person in my home hospital. Lynn, you're getting plenty of uh, emails here from Rita, are there any pre-existing conditions that would exclude you from using this uh, this wonderful program? Rita's hearing it also for the first time. Uh, so the um, so th- so there may well be some um, exclusions that are specific to um, a, a person's condition. Um, there would be an assessment of um, the person when um, they're considered for the program, um, but we do actually. Um, believe that the same type of care that you're going to get in the hospital will be delivered in the home. So uh, in that context, um, there'll be um, technology to help uh, monitor the the person. So if there are any concerns, they'll be early picked up. Um, And um, as I said, as long as there's somebody who can support the person in their home, then there should be no real reason why they can't continue to have their care in the home. Lynn, it sounds like a terrific initiative. I said you own, it only began on the uh, the sixth of January of this year, but it had been talked about and planned about long before that. Uh, Lynn, to find out more about it, uh, what's the easiest way of people getting in touch, uh, just to see if indeed they qualify and uh, and what conditions are available to them. So the My Home Hospital, um, as I said, we were in the process of the uh, of going out to tender. Um, once we have that information about who will be the provider, there'll be a whole lot of information that we will come out um, to um, the community. So there'll be messages and communications around all of this program. So there'll definitely be a, a mechanism for people to find more information. Um, and um, if you check also on the SA Health website, um, there'll be uh, information there on My Home Hospital. As I said, because we're um, early in our transition to being Wellbeing SA, um, SA Health website does have quite a lot of information for us, but as we start to build our profile, we'll have our own website over time. But check on the uh, SA Health website, there'll be more information there. Lynn, thanks for the time this afternoon. You've been chock-a-block full of information. It sounds like a wonderful initiative, and I said uh, it's the sort of thing that when people really find out what's available out there, you're going to get a lot of telephone calls, a lot of emails. Lynn, thanks for the time this afternoon. Thank you so very much. That's the CEO of uh, Wellbeing SA, um, Lynn Dean here in Adelaide. It's a a couple of minutes to two after the two.